Well, hey, good morning, everybody. Today is Sunday, July 2nd, just a couple of days before the 4th of July holiday here in the United States. I have the next two days off from work, which is really great. Um, just have the opportunity to do some stuff around the house and relax and, and celebrate. So I'm really looking forward to that. I uh, hope you all had a great evening. Um, I spent a lot of time yesterday figuring out what kind of content I'd be doing on this app. And I think I've settled on a couple of things. So my understanding of the app has changed a lot from even just this time yesterday. Um, so I think what's going to happen here, since this long form content isn't isn't what Anchor is about, and I think that's great because it's forcing me to think outside of the box and to think in different ways and to condense things. So I think what I'm going to do is have a pre-show here for our podcast. Seriously, though, um, I'm going to do a pre-show here basically sometime today, probably right after this. I'm going to send out a call to people and say that if you would like to give us an opinion on some of the stories we'll be talking about today, to please do so. Call into the show. I'll give you most of the day to do that. We'll record sometime around 2 to 3, maybe 3 to 4 central. So if you can get your answers in by then, that would be great. And if you give us your feedback here and thoughts on the stories we're going to cover, we'll go ahead and put that into the episode of the podcast. Um, and then I will try to respond to as many messages here as I can, uh, with my own opinion or to let you know if we used it on the show or not. And then at the end of the day, I'll give you guys, um, a recap and see where we can put that show. Um, I'll probably just give you the link to the website and you guys can go out there and find it. Of course, it'll be on iTunes and everything as well. So that's the current plan. Um, I'm also working on another show idea specifically for Anchor, and I think it's going to be on entertainment, games, movies, YouTube, like basically media consumption, um, and basically show you what I've been reading, watching, doing, playing, all of that. And then also use the Spotify integration to kind of allow you to listen to a lot of the music I'm listening to and to kind of take a glimpse into my day. I'm not sure when I'm going to start that. Maybe even on Monday or Tuesday, I'll take you guys through a day with me and you can experience all that stuff. Part of our podcast, we always wanted it to be um, about current events and a lot of current events and news also includes media and, and movies and all that kind of news. So I feel like Anchor might be a good place to discuss all of that. Things that don't really get too deep, but yet I have an opinion on and I have thoughts about certain types of music and games and movies that I would really love to get out there. So I hope you guys have a great Sunday. I will talk to you soon if something comes up and be looking for the next posting. And we'll be talking about some of the topics that we'll have on the podcast today. I'd love to hear from you. Until then. All right, so the first story we're going to be covering on the podcast this week is about the three CNN journalists who resigned 
after a story was retracted uh, about a Trump ally. So the recap here real quick before you give me your thoughts. There were three prominent journalists at CNN who resigned on Monday after the cable news network was forced to retract and apologize for a story on its website involving a close ally of President Trump. The story was published despite concerns from the CNN standards team. So these three did resign. Um, they submitted the resignations on Monday. This does come at a very interesting time because of the president using that term fake news to describe CNN specifically, but all other news outlets. It comes at a very interesting time because it seems like they got something wrong. So the talking points and the things I would like to hear from you guys about is the importance of integrity in news coverage. Is this a boy who cried wolf scenario where you need to make sure that everything is above board. You need to double, triple, quadruple check before you post something like this out. Did CNN do the right thing by holding these people accountable? Was this a, they, they say it's a resignation, but did they actually pressure them into resigning or was this something that they bought up themselves? And then how should news organizations handle a story when they get it wrong? You know, we're all a bunch of humans. We're gonna get things wrong. What do they need to do to make you as a consumer of that news outlet feel better about it and know that when and if they do find something wrong that they're going to take care of it? Should they delete it? Should they just update the news story? Or should they do what a lot of outlets do and just ignore it and move on to the next thing? Love to hear your thoughts on this one. And if you have an interesting point or something to say, we can feature it in the podcast that we will be recording later on today. The next story we're going to be covering today is about the YouTuber who got shot while trying to get more YouTube views. The recap here, in an effort to become YouTube famous, a couple wanted to make a video of her shooting a book and they had been talking about it for a while. He held the book to his chest, convinced her to shoot him, believing that the book would stop the bullet and it didn't and now she is in jail. He had convinced her it was safe. It was a safe stunt by showing her a different book that he had previously shot where the bullet did not go all the way through according to the arrest report. In a tweet prior to the accident, the, the lady in question here said that they were probably gonna shoot one of the most dangerous videos ever, that it was his idea and not mine. The talking points I'd like us to cover on here, if you guys are YouTubers or ever tried to be YouTubers, I know you can relate with the experience of trying to get views and trying to get exposure on YouTube. It's a very saturated market. And so what message does this send to kids and other people who want to be YouTubers? Do you think that this could be a cautionary tale to, to understand that you may not get famous on YouTube and that should be okay. It should be something you're passionate about. And that when that passion shows through, sometimes people will then latch on and say, yeah, I, I like this and hit that subscribe button. Or do you believe that you need to do outrageous and wild stunts in order to get this exposure? Do you feel that YouTube bears any blame in this or the users of YouTube share in the blame of creating all these personalities that are, are you know, internet celebrities? I think we can look back to um, VidCon that just happened and see a lot of examples where there's this sense of celebrity that these people achieve and it can be dangerous. Let me know if that's your thought as well. I did watch a few of their videos and it is very easy to go in on them and tear them down. But I think in this instance, you know, their videos are not that bad. They're 
some of them are daily vlogs, things like that. I think they just got caught up in this whole desire to become famous. But anyway, I'm giving you more of my opinion right now than I need to. What do you guys think? Let me know. Call into the show and on to the next story. Alright, so the next story we're going to be covering is about the relaunch of the National Space Council. Now the reason I wanted to cover this one is because I'm a bit of a nerd, a bit of a geek, and I've always loved space, gotta love the Star Wars and all that. But this is just interesting to me and I'd like to know how other people feel about it. So the NSC or the National Space Council is a body within the executive office of the president created back in 1989 by uh, George H.W. Bush. But it is just a modified version of something earlier called the National Aeronautics and Space Council from the 50s to the 70s. But he created it. Um, it was chaired by Vice President Dan Quayle. So it's always kind of been chaired by the, by the Vice President. So I had to piece together a few articles to see exactly what that council does. And basically, it um, from something I found on thespacereview.com, it says, The council shall be empowered to develop policies and coordinate work by its agencies to share technologies, facilities, and talent within NASA to support the national space exploration vision. And a statement from Trump said, We're going to lead again. It's been a long time, over 25 years, and we're opening up, and we're going to lead again like we've never led before. The next great American frontier is space. So I thought this was a very interesting thing for him to be talking about currently, what with everything else going on, and emphasis on space. <clears throat> Excuse me. An emphasis on space is very odd. Um, so I want to hear from you guys. Is this out of character? Um, is this something that he has had in the works for a while? I know that he's been talking about it in his his campaign trail. Um, what exactly is the importance of space in your mind? What do you think that that's going to bring to the country? What do you think the possible uses of it are? Why do you think the timing is important? It's really more about the timing that I'm interested in. But if you have any thoughts about this story at all, or just about space exploration and travel in general that you'd like to, to talk about, we can even turn this into more of a um, story about just how exciting space can be and what benefit it can bring and less about why Trump's doing it. Let me know your thoughts on that. And the last story we're going to be covering today is about Steph Curry, uh, who becomes the richest player in NBA history after signing a new $201 million extension, the richest contract in league history. They're calling it a, what is it, like a super contract or something like that. It's crazy. I'm not the biggest sports fan at all. Super max contract, sorry. Not the biggest sports fan, as you can tell. But I would like to hear your opinions on this. He's going to be like the, the highest paid NBA star in, in the world ever. And so I understand this guy is great, um, but I want to hear your thoughts on how much is too much for an athlete to be paid. Should there be laws in place to limit this or is this a free market situation? Is there anything good that can come from an athlete getting paid this much? Do you feel like they deserve this amount of money? A lot of things to unpack here and a lot of it can be just based on jealousy which i understand because i'm like i would also love to have that much money so he shouldn't be allowed to have it i would love to hear your opinions on this one 
let's talk it through, let's be reasonable about it and figure out what is going on. That should be it for the stories today. Some of these we may or may not get to on the podcast. In fact, a lot of it depends on how much feedback and questions and opinions we get from you guys. So if you would like to give us your opinion on that, that would help us be able to put it into the show, hear your perspective, counteract it, agree with it, whatever it's going to be. It will be very respectful. It will be a conversation between people about ideas and not bashing anyone's opinion on anything. So I hope you'll give us your opinion on all those. One thing I would like to ask before you, uh, before you hit that call in is please make sure in your, your title, you, you tell me which topic you're, you're calling in about so that I know where to put it in the show. Um, that will, that will help me a lot in, in determining what, comment was about what story and then i can play them on the podcast so that you guys can hear them as well and then stay tuned throughout the rest of the day um i'll try to reply to as many of these call-ins as possible but i would love to hear from you guys and hopefully you'll enjoy the podcast that should come out sometime later on this evening have a great day and we'll talk to you again very soon